A 2016 American journal discovered that North Americans spend roughly 17,600 minutes behind the wheel of a car. That's 293 hours, over 12 days a year behind the wheel of a vehicle driving. My name is Keith Miller and with me is Hans Bowden and we're two Southern Alberta educators who need to spend a lot of time behind the wheel ourselves. And we thought what better way to enjoy our commute than by having a little conversation. We hope you can join us. So keep your eyes on the road, your hands on the wheel, and enjoy the drive. Check it, check it. 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 In this busy world of ours, sometimes you just need to sit back, relax, and smell the roses. Everyone who's ever had a job has known at some point, you just need some time off. But it's not just workers. Students, they need a break. Parents, they definitely need a break. And holidays are the best things ever. You sit there looking at your calendar, counting down the days till your next holiday. The moment you get back from a holiday, you immediately say, I wonder what I can do next. And these holidays, are you going far away? Are you just staying at home? It doesn't matter. What is important is you're taking a break, you're relaxing, you're getting some you time, some family time, some tube time, whatever. But holidays, that's what makes the world go round and that's what makes every job, every situation, maybe a bit more bearable. So today, Bowden and I are gonna be talking about holidays because we're just getting back from one. We've just gone on our Easter break and we're gonna be talking about what we did, maybe sharing some stories on our favorite holidays, and of course, sharing some facts on just how important holidays are in today's society. So, tune in and enjoy the drive. And now, for a factual moment with Bowden. I always find this part of the drive pretty funny because I literally did this research as I got in the car today. But we're talking about holidays today. I thought I'd do a, a few interesting facts about holidays. So I think most people think of Canada as an incredibly large attraction for tourism. You always hear people coming here and they want to go see Banff or Montreal or whatever. So I thought I'd look up the stats on it. Um, <clears throat> according to the stats that I found, Stats Canada says that in 2015, uh, 27.5 million people came and visited Canada. Uh, the United States being the number one tourist visitors, uh, I guess tourist visitors, how do you say it? Uh, tourists. tourists. Followed by the United Kingdom, third China, France, Germany, Australia, Japan, Mexico, South Korea, and India. Those are our top 10 visitors. Huh. And <clears throat> I also was looking at how much revenue we gained from that. On average, we make over $17 billion annually, which accounts for 1% of our overall GDP in tourism. So I was thinking like that, that makes, that, that's a lot of money. And I was thinking, how are we in comparison to other countries? Are we really a huge tourist industry here in Canada? So I did some research, further research, and I was blown away by 
how many people actually don't come to Canada in comparison to some other countries. So the number one visited country in the world is actually France. So we had 27 million in 2015. France in that same year had 86.9 million people visit that country. Um, in the United States, they came third, third most visited country at, at 76.9 million. And the most visited place in the world is Times Square in New York. And so I was looking at the stats on that. Over 330,000 people walk through Times Square per day, which makes over 50 million visitors to Times Square a year annually. So they have more visitors to Times Square than we do in, in it's double the amount of visitors go to Times Square per year than come to all of Canada. So it's kind of mind blowing to think about how many people are visiting that, you know, that one region of the world every single year. And those are the factual moments without it. So we've just gotten back from Easter break. Uh, those are those are great facts. I like that. Um, I, I was I was thinking though it's it's kind of unfair. Times Square is the most visited place, but but it's free. I mean you you have to get to New York, I guess. But do people like literally fly to New York just to go to Times Square? Well, if you think about it, there's a well, lot of New Year's. That's oh. true. Well, there's a there's a lot of very interesting things to do there though that cost money. Yeah. So I think if you think about how much money they're pulling in, not from the actual Times Square itself, but from the things that are available in Times Square. Yeah. Like the theater. Or so is that like every single dollar that is spent from a... I, I guess every dollar spent from a tourist is a is tourist money? Yeah. So that in Canada, that would, that's that $17 billion I was talking about. Yeah. We, and obviously that would fluctuate depending. Like when we held the Olympics, I'm sure that when we have... I'm sure that number's significantly higher. Well, that's what they always say is like, think of how much tourists uh, will be drawn in by these big spectacles. I mean, when Calgary was trying to argue for it, that was one of the big things they were trying to do. It's like, come on, we'll have this much more money if we have the Olympics. But it, it's really crazy. I was just coming back from vacation, I went down to St. George, Utah, which is right near Zion National Park. And I was blown away how many people were there. In fact, it was it was pretty a pretty funny experience. I'm quite an outdoorsy guy, and being in Zion, I kind of wanted to have this experience. I felt like I was very outdoorsy, and I was out you know doing angels landing for a hike. And while I'm doing this hike, there's just thousands of people, some of which are in high heels, like hiking. This I felt felt like it wasn't a really unique experience. And I found out that they have over six million visitors a year. That's a lot of money. Who, um, that they're pulling in, right? That's a lot of people. But really, that's actually not that that much. I went to, I went to um, Siem Reap last year in Cambodia. Yep. And found that just the uh, what's the main one? What's the main palace there? The uh, uh, you not got Siem Reap. Um, Angkor Wat, okay. right? They they have just going through. A little temple there. They have over a million visitors a year just going through that little temple. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, every time you go to a tourist attraction place in, in Canada, who do you tend to meet more? More Americans, or who do you tend to see the well, most of? Uh, the, Americans are the most common visitors to Canada. Until, yeah. I think that's what you 
I find they're, more they're not the most visible. Yeah, though. but they're not a visible group, right? Like that's, I think we often true. see, we associate the, the third most, um, the third, so the top 10, I was looking at the top 10, and in the top 10 is China, Japan, and India. And it is interesting when I, I do a lot of rock climbing up near Banff, actually Lake Louise, and it's funny, they there's this path that goes all the way around the lake, and it's, it's kind of a paved path, and we're out rock climbing, essentially right beside this path, and there's everybody and every, like, every wave of life walking past there, and it, I feel like a monkey on the wall, everyone's just taking pictures, yeah. and it's pretty funny. So, but yeah, you see a lot of, you know, visible groups, like, yeah, because everyone else tends to, to blend in. Yeah, you Except for the Americans who are just actively building walls whenever they come to Everywhere, Canada. and they just wear, like, Make America Great Again hats. Yeah, all those mega hats. That's great. Yeah. Um, so you just came back from a holiday. You said you went down to Utah. Uh, I was able to go to a tourist place as well. I went to the Calgary Zoo. Oh. And again, one of those places where there was very much so foreigners. I mean, I, I heard lots of different languages. Um, but all these tourist attractions, you're outdoorsy. I'm definitely of the, you know, my, my younger kids, so I have those those family attractions that we like. But what would you consider, like, what is your top list of attractions to bring you to a place um, on holiday? So you're saying it's time for a family holiday. Where do I want to go and why do I want to go to these places? What's drawing me in? So I'll, I'll start. Like, we tend to have any place that has a zoo. If we're going to go to uh, do a family trip, we love going to places that have zoos. We went to Denmark last year, and one of the places, a big, uh, big old zoo. Petting zoo, always a huge thing. Our kids love animals, so it's one of the things we like to do. So you guys need to go to, you guys need to go to Chicago, in one of the largest, world's largest free zoos. Free zoo. Yeah, it's free. It's called the Lincoln Park Zoo. It's fantastic. I've never been. You can give a donation, but generally, it's free. Just walk around, check out. Have an awesome primate section. Nice. Yeah. And and I will say, I tend to link aquariums in there as well. Zoos oh, yeah. and aquariums. I like aquariums. Um, next thing, actual uh, swimming. Some sort of swimming, either the ocean or like a, a swimming pool. hole. Like a good swimming hole? Something on it. Like anything I can throw my kids in and they can paddle around for a while. Because right now they're at the age that it's not like they need like hardcore swimming. They just need to jump in and get wet. ideally, yeah, get wet and not die. Um, so swimming's a big thing. Um, temperature, that tends to be a good thing. We tend to go places like, warm. Yeah, we tend to go places warm. Which so you went to Denmark? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was yeah. <laughs> um, Family. That would be another one. If we're going somewhere, we're going kind of because of family. That was the Denmark one. Yeah. Um, and last one. Let's see. What was? What's kind of a fifth draw? Um, <clears throat> maybe some sort of theme park. Ooh, like Six Flags. Six Flags, the Disneyland. Those would be another, another draw of what would get me as a family person. Now I'll say like what would me personally, um, but as family. Those are kind of the five things that I, I tend to need. Because me personally, if, if I was, like, you and I, I feel, would travel very differently. Because we've on. already talked about, like, what our concern yeah. holidays would be compared to what we would do with uh, with the family. I what think would, what I would think be your... The, 
in the future that we're gonna go on a holiday together and just Probably. go see the things that we want to yeah. nerd we'd out. Call it a, we'd call it a holiday. Nobody else would. Well, we've talked about. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about. We, wanna, we both really want to go to South Africa, but we don't want to take our take our wives because it's not necessarily yeah, we, safe there. <laughs> we don't want to take their lots. Yeah, but I want to. The, the history there is so interesting. Yeah, Just check it out. Yeah, and that would be for for me if I was to travel. A lot of the reasons why I like to go is culture, uh, history, and and learning. So yeah, last time I I like over last year I went to Cambodia and Vietnam. But I also got to go to, on a trip to China. Is that a trip? And my Instagram posts all had these long narratives of different cultures that I experienced and different things that were interesting. And I finally had one student just like send a comment. It was like, "Can you stop posting social studies? Like, yeah. I don't want to read what you're writing." Like, oh, well, it's not for you, anyways. Yeah. Hashtag teacher's life. Hashtag don't read. Hashtag I hate my teacher. Oh, no, because they wouldn't have commented if that was the case. That's true. They wanted you to know that they commented. They wanted me to know how bored they were reading my comment. Um, Any any differences uh, with my list of family locations and and your own? So mine are a little bit different. When I am taking my family somewhere, I think my my number one thing is I don't want to go somewhere where a lot of people are. Yeah. So I often go down to... Except that Zion that gets six Well, yeah. Well, that was what was crazy is that I didn't really know. That yeah. it was going to be like that kind of full of people. So we always, we actually looked for places that people didn't go. And it was funny because we hiked Angel's Landing, which is a very famous hike there. And you get to at the halfway mark and the, the thousands of people that were hiking it. And after the halfway mark, there's nobody else hiking it. I think at the very top, there's only like seven people. Does because it get harder? The top gets harder and it gets scary. There's like chains everywhere you have to hold on to it. And I got up there, I took my kids up there and I got to the top and these people just thought that I was the most, like, the worst parent in the world. Yeah. And take the, my kids up there. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm holding their hands. <laughs> we go hiking. And so yeah, if they this, fall, I fall with them. And apparently, like, people die there every year. And when I came down, you know, one of the rangers was like, you took your kids up there? Like, people die every year. You know that, right? And I'm like... Well, I go hiking with my kids all the time and they haven't died yet. Like they were on, like my youngest ones were on backpacks and Hiram's old enough. My seven year old, he's old enough to stay away from the edge and he stays beside his dad. Like I felt there was no, anyway, I don't like going to where a lot of people are and I like to get away from the people. And if I am going somewhere where there are a lot of people, I want to find a place where less are. So usually I go to Las Las Vegas every year to go rock climbing because it's one of the best rock climbing places in America. Yeah, but but it's only Las Vegas in name. Right, we we go out there and we don't go to the strip. We go out to Red Rock Canyon and there are very few people out there. I mean, you have the tourists that drive around the, the circle, but they aren't necessarily climbing on the rocks. But this year, the reason we went to St. George instead of Las Vegas are actually pretty close is because St. George was a little quieter, a smaller town. And so we like to kind of get away from the crowds. And that was really fun. So that's the first thing. We like to get away from the crowd. We like to find a secluded place to go and climb or hike or swim. In. The second is actually swimming as well. We like to go somewhere with, yeah. they either has a pool or some sort of way to swim. That's yeah. really important. That's our kids just love swimming, uh, especially my, my middle child, Emery, just loves swimming. Like a little fish. And it's funny because she's a ginger. She's my only ginger. And she burns. Like she, we had a hat on her all day last Saturday, all day, like a hat. And her face was still burned. Like, how is that possible? It was one of those big, like, umbrella hat things. Yeah. Still burned face. Right? It's, I don't know. We're, we're an enigma. So the second, the, the third thing is we like to also go somewhere warm. 
So we like to try to get somewhere, especially at this time of the year where it's warm. So we were down in St. George, it was 32 degrees. Um, came back to Canada and it was snowing. So, and the guy at the border is like, well, welcome to Canada. Yeah. I want to punch him in the face. But uh, the fourth thing is I really like to go somewhere also where I can visit with family. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily go somewhere to visit my family, but I like it when lots of family comes with us. Yeah, and so, so like, a location where you can all be yeah, together. So like pulling everybody together. So we do, I really like family reunions. I really like, uh, you know, going on these kind of trips and inviting people with us. And so on this last trip, we had my mother-in-law and a couple of my, my brother and sister-in-laws were there visiting with us at the same time. And we invited other people to come too that weren't able to make it. But I really like getting together with people in a different location. Yeah, no, that's that's huge. Now, we've all mentioned about like places that we want to go or, or things that allure us. Um, but why don't we talk about, do you have to go somewhere for it to be considered a holiday? I mean, it almost sounds like we're differentiating between vacation and holidays. Like a like a a stay at home staycation staycation yeah what would you do do you think because that was one of the things I didn't you you went somewhere you did all these cool things I'm sitting there going over the Easter break it's like "Ah, I drove two hours up to to Calgary which was like a lot of fun and I was able to see friends and everything but I didn't feel like I actually had a holiday last week and is that because I, I stayed you know you are at home you get to fall into that same routine that yeah sure I didn't need to go to work but at the same time I wasn't doing anything really in particular oh we still have to do laundry oh we had to clean up the house we have to put this together we have to do these little errands and you're like oh by the time Sunday came around you're like what did what did I do on my break I didn't really do anything whereas for you you went away and you're like oh this is what I did so I guess my question is, do you think holidays are uh, uh, felt more, they feel more substantial when you actually go somewhere? Or is it just filling your time more impactfully? I don't know. Like if I was staying at home, I think if, and I think getting away allows you to kind of forget the things that were at home. Yeah. And I think that is important. It allows you to fully separate. So you didn't work on your house at all. No, I, I know. And I, you can't. Like I didn't have my, I, I found that I was leaving my phone behind. I wasn't answering emails. I wasn't getting phone calls. It was really nice to not have to worry about any projects going on home. And when you came home, it felt like life starts again. And that's what I like about a holiday. I think you could do that at home, but you'd have to be very tactful about how you do it. Uh, so staycation, I think you'd have to have things that are planned on a daily basis of things you're going to do with your family. Um, but I just, I think getting away allows me to get in the right frame of mind. Yeah. Yeah, but definitely those those plans. I mean, being able to get up and like, all right, we're going to the park is what we're, we're going to do. And the other thing is we're talking about some of those uh, lists of what we look for in a holiday. If those don't factor into what your location, I mean, then it doesn't feel like a holiday. We didn't have too many draws. We were able to go to the nature center and do some some activities. There's a great program in Lethbridge called Big Bird, Little Bird at the Nature Center. We were able to go do that. That's just an hour program. Um, the weather was not great. So in the end, all this like outdoorsiness that we wanted to do couldn't happen. It was super windy. So we couldn't really go for bike rides. We couldn't just like pick up and go for a picnic in the park. 
because although the sun was out, it was it was so windy, and then yeah, it dropped down, and you know we're currently driving through snow in the end of April, beginning of May, like only Which six I thought, degrees. I thought it was over. You know, I thought that I thought that winter was over. We yeah. had a month of amazing weather, and then this. Yeah, exactly. It's disgusting. So, disgusting had that that problem and the other part is and as teachers always seems to be we get sick holidays oh, you happen get sick every you holiday get... i even got actually a cold on my way down to st george but yeah, yeah i just toughed it out well you're there. on holiday and you're kind of like you're still somewhere doing something so it feels like a holiday i think you get more sick when you stay at home and feel like you have to like nurse your sickness and then your sickness yeah, so gets Yeah, so you worse. don't do things whereas yeah. if you're away, like if you're away and you're not doing anything, but at least I'm not doing anything on a beach. Sure. That would be Like I could have a cold on a beach and I'm just doing fine. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I had an experience when I went dirt biking down in the sand dunes and I got I got sick. I could, I don't know if I had like food poison or something and I was like I'm still going dirt biking and I just kept taking my helmet off and just puking and then I put it on just go for a ride again you know like I'm not gonna give up so maybe a, a holiday is like quantifiable as in oh look these are the amount of things I've done in a certain time and even if that's like I probably would have felt like I had a good holiday if I finished a book like I'm not a I am a fairly fast reader I just needed a couple of days to actually read a book and it was great because I feel bad because I had this awesome like daddy daughter trip up to Calgary that was absolutely amazing but it was like right at the beginning too. Right, but isn't a holiday partly about having time for yourself, really? And like if you're at home and you haven't, like you haven't chosen to do this kind of staycation, you haven't selected time out for yourself, I think that you don't really feel like you had much of a holiday. That's true. Uh, We're gonna take a short break. When we come back, we're gonna be talking about who needs holidays the most And then we'll each tell a quick little story. uh, Oh, well, hopefully quick. You know us. A story about our favorite holiday and why it was our favorite. So we'll be right back. Did a headache spoil a day for you? Are you still feeling a little miserable and upset? Well, of course, it would have been wise to take Alka-Seltzer at work earlier in the day. But don't wait now. Take it right away. And next time, remember that Alka-Seltzer is first aid for relief from headaches. Alka-Seltzer is easy to take, pleasant tasting, too. Here's all you do. Dissolve one or two Alka-Seltzer tablets in a glass of water, then drink it. Since Alka-Seltzer is a solution when you take it, the pain-relieving analgesic sodium acetyl salicylate is ready to go right to work. And say, that fizz that creates thousands of sparkling bubbles gives speed to Alka-Seltzer's relief-giving qualities. Yes, it gets there fast to give fast relief. So remember, first aid for relief from headache is Alka-Seltzer. And we're back. So again, using our own experience, we're teachers. So of course, if there's any job in the world that needs a holiday, isn't it us? Uh, Absolutely. And that's why we get into the profession. It's for the holidays. It's true. Uh, You know, I think when I was in school, there'd be lots of questions asked by professors. Why why did you choose to be a teacher? And I had all sorts of fluffy reasons. All the reasons why I want to empower the future generation. No, 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 no. What it really came down to. I want my summers off. I want my three months off a year. I get my two months in the summer. And then when you combine all the other days, my two weeks off with Christmas. I get part of reading week. 
like all of spring break, not complaining. But we uh, we have to do a pretty harsh trade-off because when are our holidays? Well, same as peak season for everyone else. It's so, so our expensive. holidays are way more expensive. That's true. I have friends who just like pick up and and go. And our holidays, it's not like we get to go unless it's Christmas time, which is even more expensive. It's not like we get. Oh man, the weather's outside horrible. I'm I'm going for January. Yeah. Why don't we do instead of summer break? Why don't we just work through the summer and then have. Oh, no, I don't think I could do that. That would then be I horrible. Go, but then I could go on really sick holidays in the warm weather. Yeah, that, okay, I but take then, it back. That would be stupid. Yeah, but It'd then, like, working... Imagine working when it was just oh, so nice and outside. Yeah, oh, that would stupid. be horrible. That would be horrible. Okay, I take that back. I, yeah. uh, can but, we go back? Can we just erase that? Yeah, okay. exactly. Um, I, wow, that was pretty good uh, back. I don't know. That was like when we used... Yeah, it's like back, reverse. Yeah, exactly. You put the, the pencil through yeah. the tape. Correct. Spin it. Yeah. Nice. Um, what about students, though? Because definitely leading I up to the break. Hate, I hate holidays for that reason. Students are the worst the few days before holidays. Oh, and then like holidays. today we just got back from a holiday. All day, yeah. I, I like have a serious headache right now. That it's, is, it's, it's they get like they get holiday hangovers. So it's like, yeah. oh, I didn't do anything. I, and of course, every student now it seems just stays up. And all of a sudden, the next day, it's like, oh, I have to be up in time for school. And it completely changes them. And then you ask them. them what they did. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nice. Like, so what did you do? Well, it just, like, was on Instagram. Played Fortnite. Yeah. Well, Fortnite's not cool anymore, apparently. Is it not? No, I heard it's not cool anymore. Oh, man. Who said that? I don't know. I, I only just learned how to play. And I've only learned four of the gajillion dances that you can do. I, man, I don't even know if there's... That I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even know what a gajillion um, is. And leading up to it, there's this weird anticipation. And, like, on both ends, there's a bit of expectations. And not from all, but there's always those few who go, Oh, come on. Holidays are just around the corner. We don't have to work too hard. And, oh, we just got back from a holiday. We don't have have to to work work too hard. hard. And then when... And the worst is when you go to teach a lesson and you try to think back to what we did before. And I have a hard time remembering it. Yeah, but, the students, but you have notes at least. <laughs> the students literally have no idea what you talked to right before the holiday. So the week that existed before the holiday, why did I even teach that week? Yeah. Like they don't remember it anyway. Yeah, it's completely I should just come back from gone. a holiday with an exam. Oh, man. I've done that before. Papers or exams where you come back. And uh, definitely reading week. I mean, we call it reading week. So I, th- I feel that that's, that's fitting. But sometimes don't students just need a time to completely... There's, there's a lot of students who get like super stressed out. We're getting to grad and finals pretty much right away. So they need time to just be kids again. That's true. Hopefully. I agree with that. But I don't know. Who do you think profession that needs holidays the most? Teachers excluded. Which which job do you think mm. could use a holiday? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I think that there are a lot of difficult professions. Like, my brother's a physician. Yeah. I know oh, that's man. a lot of work, but, like, he has a lot of money, so when he wants to holiday, just holidays. Yeah. And it's always awesome. Well, today, I mean, some of those jobs you need to, especially if you own your own practice, you closing down shop only means you're not making money. Right, so you feel it's like, not you're, like paying, you're obligated you're to like someone else. You're, like, paying more money for the vacation. But I think the two... The two people that I think need the most vacation, I have a, a really close friend, um, and he owns a line painting business, so he paints the lines at the supermarket, 
and he also cleans the streets like he has a sweeper and then in the winter he he uh clears snow for the parking lot and this guy it's like he never isn't working even when we do things that are together like we go out for dinner or we go out climbing together he's always on his phone he's like really? he can't he's always answering calls he's yeah. always business so I, owners i think small business owners you know, I think that that's hard, especially in the labor industry. And I, I feel for him. I think that he needs more vacation. The other group is, I think that moms, stay-at-home moms. Oh, I man. Think my, my wife. Working moms, even. That, yeah, just moms. Yeah, moms. They just, like, my kids are awesome, but the worst at the same time. <laughs> and they just, my wife and needs more time off. Every time I talk about children, and, man, we need to do a, man, we'll do a dad episode. Yeah. Um, and children are the extremes. The extremes of everything, or at least our children, it seems. They are the best things that have ever happened to us. And then, why the hell do they exist? It's true. And the why extremes did I ever have Why did I ever have you? Wait, I didn't. Why did my wife ever have you? Yeah, and, and, and how did that portal to another world somehow bring forth this creature? Um, it and it's, it's crazy. And they, they get no breaks. My kids, whenever they're sad, it's, it's mom they want. And the thing is, there's two of them. They both get, like mirror neurons where one's sad the other's sad and I, I can't even help like I could pull one away but that just makes them like sadder so they both want hugs and cuddles from mom and mom is unable to give them both hugs and cuddles at the same time because neither of them want to be near each other and it's yeah moms moms, moms need a need break breaks. Yeah. so do you think there's maybe that's something that uh, the government's got to do why don't, why don't you have like holidays mom mama days yeah like once a month there's like a mom day yeah Maybe or like and some sort of like fee that moms get, and they can like bank it. Oh, it's just a day. Oh, it's just enough to uh, like our house spending account. Yeah, you can spend it on a massage, or if you bank it for a year, yeah, it's enough to go anywhere you want for a week. That'd be cool. I agree. Um, I I get it. I'm not usually into social programs, but I get yeah, that one. Yeah. I definitely say any any high extreme jobs. Like you're talking your ER doctors police officers or firefighters I think when they get holidays they deserve to be away same with uh, armed forces our military personnel when they're able to go for some R&R &R, they they need to because I think they need to all, all jobs that are high stress need time to decompress who does not need a holiday farmers <laughs> yeah they never work I know and they're always no those yeah, complaining farmers, I think is the worst lawyers yeah, lawyers. Lawyers don't need a holiday because in the end, they're just billing hours anyways. You know who doesn't need a holiday? Real estate agents. Like, why oh. do they even exist? That's an int Yeah. Oh, I know why they, they, they should. I have some friends who are real estate yeah, agents. But, but they're, they're not, they're, they're not going to be listening to this. They might. They might. Who knows? I sent it to them. But really, why, why do real estate agents exist? I think we should do a whole podcast on why do real estate agents exist. Why do you, maybe you should do a job on cer about certain professions and then people, why do they exist? Yeah, and then, yeah, we'll we'll rank our top five jobs that are important. Yeah, watch us forget about teachers. <laughs> yeah, probably will. Nice. Um, okay, well, well, wrapping up. Why don't you go first? My best story. Yeah. Oh okay, yeah, like is it supposed to be funny or sentimental or what? Uh just your your best holiday. Okay. Well, we got like five minutes before we're I've at been, your house. Been on a lot of holidays. It's my favorite thing to do. I'll tell you my very best though. So I was working for this company called Vivin, which was just a terrible, terribly hard job. I was working in Halifax 
and I've never worked so many hours in my life. I was uh, a new manager for them. I was in charge of installations of home alarm systems. It was very stressful. I was working seven days a week. And partway through the summer, I just decided I need a break. I need a day. I'm gonna go insane. I'm gonna have a breakdown. So I said to my wife, let's go to PEI, Prince Edward Island. And I've been there when I was a kid and I remember it was amazing. But I was like, you gotta go to PEI. So we left late on a Saturday night and we drove up to where the ferry crosses over to PEI, we camped out there, got up in the morning, beautiful Sunday morning and it was so hot, it was like 30 degrees. We spent the whole day on Prince Edward Island and I was blown away. It is the most beautiful place. Yeah, not and too many people get out there. No, they don't. And uh, we, my favorite place there, we went to a bunch of different beaches, but there was this one beach that we found <laughs> that was called, I'm gonna lose it here. It was called, okay, it's coming back to me. Anyways, this beach. And it stretched forever. Like, and it was the reddest sand and there was dunes. And- Like we, in the, like Charlotte, Charlottetown area? Well, um, on the East Coast? Yeah, on the East Coast. And uh, it was called Greenwich Beach. Greenwich Beach National mm. Park. And we walked along this beach forever. Like it just went on and on and on. And it was the most beautiful sand and it would squeak under your feet, it was so soft. And that afternoon, as we continued walking down this beach, we both got kind of tired. And I just kind of laid out on the beach and there's nobody around. It's completely secluded, passed out, just completely fell asleep. Woke up hours later and the sun was setting and we just like walked back and the coolest thing is, is these, this place you can shower off because you've been on the beach, you've been in the sand, you've been in the water. And we had a nice swim in the water there. And they have this place you can shower off and I expected to be in this freezing cold water. There were heated showers, outdoor showers. And there was, there was nobody around. So we just showered there. Do you think they were like just heated by like the sun and everything? No, like, it was, they had like solar panels. Uh, and and smart. then we went out for fish and chips and it was amazing. All oh, the seafood and, and PEI oh, is so good. And we got home. And both Jen and I were just like, that was the best, that was the best day of our lives. Yeah. Was like, it a bit of a surprise? Cause it sounds like you didn't like plan. Plan nothing. Advice. No See? plan. It was just like, we went there and we just like roamed. Yeah. Whatever came next, came next. And the sleep on the beach was the best nap I've ever had. Just nice. unreal. That is, that it was is such a good, a good vacation. Yeah. It was only one day. That's all we needed. We just needed one, one day. Yeah. Completely recharged. All right, so let's see my absolutely uh, favorite holiday. Uh, I have to admit, hearing yours about the the special day, like just taking one day and not planning, is is really neat. Um, I mean, when you think about a holiday, you kind of want to go, oh, am I doing this like huge trek or something, or do I do these little ones? I mean, I spent two years traveling. Was that one long holiday? Um, or was it a bunch of mini holidays? I don't know. Um, but since it's just uh, fresh in my mind, my favorite uh, holiday, oh, and it might, might be bad. Oh, maybe I should do one with my wife because you talked about uh, your wife and yours. Oh, no, I can't think of a, a super awesome wife holiday. I mean, Denmark is, uh, is the one that comes to mind uh, most recently as a holiday. And it ended up being a family holiday. It's, you, you ticked off the boxes. It had a theme park. We were able to stay in a place with a pool. Um, we were able to actually like get outside and do things. 
Um, there was the family there, lots of fun. The only, the only thing was, was weather. It wasn't, you know, always the best weather in Denmark, but it was still August in Denmark. So that was really neat. Um, and it had all the cultural and historical stuff that I love. So yeah, the best holiday. And it was one of those real big holidays that I was able to take with my kids and we were able to survive going on a plane with children, never going to be uh, super successful. My son luckily is old enough that he can kind of zone out to videos, but at the same time, this is a eight plus hour flight. Do you really want him to just be watching videos the whole time? No, he needs to sleep so he can survive when we get there. And then I had a nearly one year old baby who really needs to nap and uh, we were able to get a bassinet on the plane and it didn't suck. Um, and then when we got there, I mean, the, the people and the family were so welcoming. It was so beautiful. Um, we were able to meet distant relations and I was able to practice my really atrocious Danish and we were able to eat some really good food. And it was one of those ones that we really had low expectations. We were thinking that we were gonna go there, the kids were gonna be crazy, it was gonna be absolutely mental but we were able to stay in an Airbnb with the family. My son was able to like swim every day. My daughter was able to like play with their cousins and it ended up just being one of those really successful holidays when we didn't think we were gonna have one. And it was so cool. It was 10 plus days of just being away. We had all the grandparents, we had cousins, all living under one roof and it was just flipping pleasant and it was, it was so nice. But I think what really, really sold it was we didn't expect it to be as as good as it was. We kind of felt like, oh, we we gotta go to this big family reunion in Denmark. Oh no, what are we gonna do? And it ended up just blowing our minds and being so cool. So that is definitely my uh, best best holiday. Well, that's our uh, episode on holidays. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I have no idea what we're, we're doing next. I know. We'll figure it out. Bye. We'll figure it out. Thank you so much right. for joining in and uh, happy joining holidays. us on the drive. Yeah, happy holidays. Wait, it's not a holiday, but if but you have a holiday. You know what? If you're getting to go on a vacation. Uh, you deserve it. Exactly. So this one's for you.